Okay. All right, everybody, welcome to You Talk. It's Mike Norris. I've got Wilbur Yu with me, my co-host, and today Chris Sherwin is joining us as well. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's up, guys? And a client, by the way, again. Yeah, so Chris, Chris has been a good client of ours. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's also a police officer for the Naperville Police Department, um, and we've been working very closely together. Um, so we thought, you know, it'd be great to have him on and, and kind of just talk about certain things that we're seeing today um, and how... I guess marketing affects it, media affects it, and in in just in general, just the perception of people of how they see it. And so, uh, Chris, why don't you start us off? I mean, I know obviously you're a police officer for Naperville. How has your job changed in the last year or two? Well, I I, I did my had my 20th anniversary in December, and the 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 job has changed quite a bit. And and just like in any other business, you have the pendulum that swings. You know, one day we're great. You know, I have to remember after 9-11, I mean, we yes. didn't go wrong. And right. then things started swaying, kind of swaying the other way. And I think now it's just, it, I, it's almost like the fear of the unknown because you have people who are 100% behind us. And to me, I, I believe the majority, the majority of people out there are behind us and, and support the police know that it's needed, know that we're needed, and know generally generally that we're there, that we took an oath to protect them, uphold the Constitution, the whole bit, and that's what we do. I think what's happened over the last year is, well, l- let, me, let me first get this out there, that as a policeman, we fight for truth and what's right. So I am not going to sit here and say that every policeman does everything right. And I'm not going to sit here and say every person that we arrest has to go to jail. That's not the way this works. And I think what's gone on in the last year is put us and civilians actually in just a black and white type of scenario. And, and it's not. I mean, I, I invite people to go on ride alongs any day to see what we do. I mean, to, to see what we do to, to, to talk people out of not killing themselves or making a bad decision, or even if they are going to jail for a choice that they made, how 98, 99% of policemen, 99 plus, try to help them out. Like, hey, listen, this was a bad decision. There's all these programs or whatever, or hey, here's a social worker or uh, a job line or whatever. I really think that that part of the job is being missed. And I think media marketing is putting us into a bunch of, um, just a bunch of hunters to go out there and you know and just blow stuff up and hurt people and that's and that's just not the job and it yeah. it's just changed so much in the last year that it's kind of it it's almost you don't know what to expect anymore yeah and i think one of the things that we've noticed in in it all is is that it's just so um it's just very two-sided now right it's it's yes. very um you know, whether it's the media that's controlling the narrative of certain situations or, you know, you log into Facebook or, you know, Instagram and all you see is these controversial pictures or these controversial videos and all of that. And it's really changing the perspective of police officers. Um, And I wanted to get your take on it because, you know, obviously, you know, the media kind of can control the narrative in any which way they like. And obviously there's a truth to it all as well. Sure. Um, how far 
do you think the media has gone in in representing these specific scenarios or stories that come out? I think that they've gone way too far of what sells. And listen, right. I own my own business. I'm running a podcast and, and I all know about profit and you know revenue and, and everything like that. But I'm not going to sell any my product or anything at the detriment of anything else. I think mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're going out there and selling what the flavor of the day is. And I think they've gotten away from what the actual truth is. You know, 20 years ago, well, that, you know, you you would know this better than I. You know, 20 years ago, you still had kind of newspapers and people were waiting for, you know, they still had to go to copy. People read them. And there was that 24 hour period of like ever getting out the truth and getting out the reality of it and stuff like that. Where now people jump to the conclusion, they get out what's, they want to be the first one out. And I, my opinion is that they will put whatever they have in their hand out first, just to be the first one, whether it's truth or not. That's what, yeah. that's where I think we're at right now. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I think what, I mean, I guess, it's, it's, it's very, it's a very tough situation because obviously you see both sides to it. Right. Um, what would your, I guess, do you have any ideas on how to, I guess, combat that or how to put out a perspective that's not politically focused or media focused, but just about what actually happened? I think what it, what has to be done is the reality, the truth of each situation has to be out there from A to Z, from when it starts to when it ends. And I believe that the people who did anything that was done wrong, they should be held accountable. And I I just believe that. And I believe that whether, unfortunately, sometimes we've had, there's been situations that we all known where suspects have uh, gotten killed, okay? And the reality is, is sometimes that has to happen. We don't wake up in the morning, you know, we don't wake up in the morning wanting to do that. That is something very serious that we take into consideration every day. So if the suspect's wrong, what's wrong is wrong. If the cop is wrong, the cop is wrong. You know, and I have no problem with that, that whole, the, the Chauvin case. I, all the riots and all the looting and stuff that happened from that, I was around thousands of policemen because we were controlling the riots and looting and stuff. Not one person agreed. Not one copper said what he did was right. Now you could talk about the charges and everything else, but that's a whole legal thing. But his actions caused another man's death and he got charged and convicted. That's it. That's all. Right. Now you have people out there that are like, well, you know, stop, stop. Right. Stop. You know, or you have the, the, you have the suspect that gets killed. Oh, that he was a, you know, that he was a, straight A student and everything else. And in actuality was, he was, you know, he was a gangbanger. He hasn't gone to school in five years. Right. You know, he robbed people. I just think the truth needs to be the truth. And I think people need to accept the truth. Um, Mike and I were talking earlier about, I was reading something the other day about how millennials just want, and I'm not picking on them. I'm just, this is the report is that they want to abolish the police. Okay. Well, if, if that's what you want, then let's, let's get the people in the room. And I'm not talking about the people who just want the media attention. I'm talking like the people we get on our show. Um, they, they are activists, but they are activists with boots on the ground 
talking to city councils, talking to police officers, talking to this, talking to that, and trying to get things done. It's not like you're in your, it's not like you want your 15 minutes of fame or whatever money comes out of it. You just have to get in the room and talk to like, you know, the millennials or whatever, whomever it is, send me an email. You want to have a conversation? I'll have a conversation about why if you abolish the police, it's going to be really bad, yeah. really bad. Um, oh, yeah. And I just think people need to realize that people do things wrong and the con- their, their consequences are consequences. And you don't, even if you don't mean to do it, it still happened. And the consequences are the consequences, you know, and you see that you see people paying it with, by going to jail, you know, by losing their life, by, you know, just, just trying to move the chess pieces, you know, or play the P under things. So it's not me. It's not me. I just think we have to get the basic back to the basic foundation of truth. Truth is truth. Wrong is wrong. Hold people accountable. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just think that, that it, it gets out there so fast now on Instagram and Facebook and, uh, and all those platforms that I think those platforms are more worried about, you know, what Donald Trump says, what Biden says, what Harris isn't doing, what did blah, 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 instead of what the reality is. Right. Because ultimately, I, I, at this point, I don't even know what the with the governmental situation we have now if anything's going to get done, because it, it, it's like a negotiation, like you know, hey, coppers did this wrong, we have to accept that and move on. Where the other side has to say, hey, these guys were wrong. This is what happened. They're wrong. The situation ended this way. Okay, that's today. What do we do from today forward? I can't do anything about last week. I can't do it. It's like a bad, yeah, it's like you're in a bad marriage. At some point, if you want it to work, you've got to bury the hatchet and just say, look at whatever happened last week or yesterday, I can't do it. What do you need from us? And this is what we need from you to move forward. But until, until you have that, it's always, it's, it's, it's everybody wants to take their ball and go home. Right. And I think it's I think it's bad, and I think the media is portraying that instead of it being a. I guess to me it's more of a community than a political situation. Yeah, because the people who are doing all the talking and yelling and screaming and beating their chest, they don't have boots on the ground on either side. Right. They don't have they don't have kids dying in the street. They don't have. Uh, people going out to risk their lives to make sure other people are safe each day. They're, there's no skin in the game for them. Just, it's all about me and votes. That, that's my perspective on it. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's great to me. First off, I, I'm glad that you're, you're taking this approach and just trying to shed light on the truth of the situation and everything. But I also love that you're doing this using social media and some of these other channels that are spreading different messages because it's, it's one of those things I know, you know, fake news gets thrown around all the time and everything. And it's very easy for misinformation to spread on social media. So why not take the social media and just try to let, you know, give people a level-headed approach too. And I, I think a podcast is a great way to do that as well. Well, thanks. And I think that, and to be honest with you, that's one of the reasons I, I hired uh, you guys for this is because I look at Instagram and I'm sure you've seen my posts and you're like, okay, he knows how to post something, but where is it really getting across to people? And I have to put my money where my mouth is too. 
And if I really want this to work, I have to use avenues to get it out there. And by myself, I, I don't even want to say that it wants you to get there because I can't, I can't, I can't say that truthfully because I don't know enough about it. But if I want to do something, I have to put my money where my mouth is and I put a budget together and that's what we're going to use. And then hopefully that will gain traction faster and reach more people because, you know, you could talk all day. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I mean, we had, a you know, on one of my shows, we had a convicted felon for murder. And, you know, that's just imagine three police officers sitting in a room with then by the guy, the, the guy was super nice and super great. We had him on a couple of shows, but when does ever a copper want to go, Hey, I'm going to sit down and talk with a felon and see what he says. And when does a convicted felon gang man want to sit and talk to three coppers to make stuff, to make stuff right. That really doesn't happen. So right. I can't imagine. To, yeah. <laughs> no. and, and trust me, when we first met, it was like when we were waiting for him to come in, we're like, man, I don't know how this is going to go. Cause usually when we're in the room with a felon, it's in a, it's in an interview room. You know, and I could care less about what happened, you know, two days ago. I want to know what happened just now. So the, the, the tense, the intenseness for him coming in and then it was, he was super cool, totally fine. And we put two, two hour shows together. Um, but again, I mean, I have to come out of my comfort zone too, if I want this to work, just like other people are going to have to, they're going to have to, they have to come out of their comfort zone, whether it's, Hey, all my friends are saying that you know, cops are racist, but are they? I mean, but then I have to kind of walk in eggshells around my friends and, or try and convert them over. So I think everybody in this whole instance has got to come out of their comfort zone, whether it's like my, my dad, you know, like now he really digs deep. He would, you know, he would look on his phone and say, oh, you know, this happened, you know? So now he takes the time to dig down to whatever story it is to find out what the reality is. And I just don't, I think if people really need to do that and just not take the quick, the, the quick approach that social media comes out or whatever and says, this is it. And again, this is why I put my money where my mouth is because I want this to, to work. So I think that's great, Chris, but I, I'm also, I, I love the fact that, you know, these, these tough conversations are being had. And I, I think we might've talked about this offline. I don't know if I said it on camera or not, but um, I think those hard conversations just need to be had. And there's only so much attention that I think, you know, common people can give to various things throughout the day. And because of that, I think they can, they might gloss over headlines they see on social media, right? They might, um, you know, just kind of sift through different things and they hear someone talking about something and they just develop an opinion based on that. But it's something that more attention should be paid to this, I think, overall. And, and I, I think, you know, obviously this is a marketing podcast. I think marketing can, you know, it can get that perspective out of, you know, this is a, hey, like, this is what police officers actually think about this stuff. Like, you know, it's not, it's not like a us versus them kind of thing. It's a, you know, we're all human beings and we need to move forward together with this. So I know, I know I said, you know, I think the podcast is great. I think social media is great, but just generally speaking, I think creating content surrounding this issue, regardless of what format it's in, you know, podcast, blog post, video, whatever, having that type of content out there so that people can, when they dig, spend a little bit more time on this and not just get all of their information directly from a media outlet that might be spinning right. this, trying to get, you know, profits out of it at the end of the and, day. 
And Chris, I know we talked about this, you know, earlier too, is that in today's world, I feel like every entity organization or company should have their own media broadcasting department. The, the equipment to do that is cheap. You know, you just need a mic and a camera and you can go live and you can live stream. And there's no reason why, you know, police departments or police precincts or whatever it is, they don't have their own broadcasting tools. Right. Um, and I think it's, it's really important that, you know, why wouldn't everyone on social media on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter follow like the Naperville police department, right? They absolutely should. As long as that content is good, not just traffic or anything like that, but right. just anything, anything right. that happens, they should be able to, to follow. And, and if something happens, if something more drastic happens, it's a, whatever it is, they can live stream, they can do whatever to kind of explain the situation before you know, it, you guys send out a press release and then the media takes it from there or they start interviewing people that witnessed it or, or whatever it was. Um, I think I think if if this, the police stations are able to start thinking that way, I think that will help combat a lot of the, the negative press on, on, on police officers as well. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that if, if they get, and I, I don't use the, the, the term ahead of it, but I think ahead of it is, I, I just to be truthful and transparent. I mean, obviously there's stuff that we can't talk about until it's over or whatever, but just be transparent and accept the outcome and the accountability of what happened. I think if they get out there and they show actually what police do, break down a situation, do, um, do the uh, reactionary videos. Hey, this is what mm -hmm. we encountered. This is a, invite people in say, Hey, we're going to re we're going to, um, we're going to do this. We're going to set up the scenario just like it was on camera. Let's see what you would do and just, just get, get them involved. And I think if, if police departments do that from a social media standpoint, I think that would get out and people would be interested more and more. Obviously we have to get over the, the, the hump of, you know, Hey, I'm not, people aren't going to read anything. It's unless it says, you know, copper kill somebody or whatever, you know, Maybe we use some of those head, same headlines, but put the truth in the article. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I really, truly believe from a marketing standpoint that they, that police departments do need to get ahead of it. We had a guest on the show that um, has a, uh, a software where you could actually follow your case and you could actually um, leave a rating and review for the police officer and how, and how he did. Now, for me, I mean, you could even expound on that and say, hey, you know, this is what happened. This is my story. This is my situation. You know, uh, this is where this is, you know, from A to Z what happened and get it out there because people are going to read that stuff when it comes to, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. I, I really think the police departments have to get a, get out there and do this um, it, it, because the old days of, well, we can't talk about it. We can't. There are things that we can't talk about. And I get that. And you know, the administration, you know, they're all smart guys and gals and they know exactly what we can put out. And, and there's always good content, truthful content, good or bad. I think there's always truthful con content on a daily basis that can be put out that would put everybody on a equal foundation to try and start to rebuild this. 
Yeah, and, and people are going to talk about it regardless of if police stations do, right? Sure. I, I mean, just the general public's going to talk about it. So you might as well jump in and have that conversation with them rather than letting it be one-sided. And I think that's a yeah. lesson that could go for, for so many people too. I mean, and, and I mean, it's crazy to think about, but, you know, during COVID, this is a little bit different, but I don't know if you guys remember all the conspiracy theories that were jumping up on YouTube. Oh people God. were, you know, watching YouTube videos and it was like, you know, there's child sex trafficking going on and there's kids inside, I don't know what it was, Mayfair, Wayfair, Wayfair furniture box. and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah and, and people are just believing these YouTube videos that they watch and, and those don't even have any credibility. So imagine if you're coming from a place of credibility, you're on YouTube, you're having these conversations, like you got to break through the noise because there's just so much noise out there right now of people just saying things and occasionally getting getting pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and people are believing it because it's getting so crazy. We need more people to go, wait a minute. Let's stop a second and let's review the whole thing. And I'm, I'm anywhere, anything. I just, I just, you hear, trust me, if I had enough money and I had everybody's phone number, I would send them something at least twice a day, three times a day, whatever, just the truth is the truth. Something came, something comes out, Boom, get it out there right away. So every because you everybody knows, especially in marketing, that when something when something gains feet right away, it could take off. Whether it's a product that it was already done, but this is just the better widget type of thing, or you know, hey, this is what happened, it's not even the truth. It gets out there and it's marketing media and it just it, it gains traction, and all of a sudden, you know, the sky's falling, everybody's chicken little. Sorry, I just aged myself. That's an old cartoon, guys. Um, oh, we got that. I don't think a little. But th that's what I think from a marketing standpoint. And, and again, and I think this, from when we're talking about marketing and media and stuff, that goes for whether you're selling a product or you have a product or you have a channel mm -hmm. or whatever you're trying to do. I believe more people just have to be open and honest and, and, that is that that is the way that this is going to get fixed and people will start believing and getting more involved in trying to figure out what the truth is before they hit the panic button. Well, especially in 2021, you know, I, I think the way that people used to view situations and just become educated about anything, whether it be right. news or products or services, they used to have to call or talk to someone about it or, you know, watch the news or something. Now, I mean, it's, you can, you can, I mean, take your pick of how you want to educate yourself on something. I mean, you don't know what stage of awareness someone is in at any given point when you approach them and right. you don't know, you know, what they've viewed, what they haven't viewed, whatever. So um, it, it's just an interesting dynamic and it's, it's shifting constantly. But in 2021, I think genuity, if that's a word, I know ingenuity is a word. Uh, yeah, authenticness, authenticism, whatever. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make up all kinds of words. But being authentic, being genuine, I, I think just goes so far with people nowadays. Regardless of if you're buying, selling, trying to spread awareness on an issue, whatever, that's the that's the key. Oh yeah, I mean, transparent and truth. I mean, that's really that that's gonna sell anything. And I don't care if, if I'm trying. And like, let, let's face it, if I'm in a situation where I'm trying to get somebody not to jump off of a roof, I gotta sell that. I got to sell that person what I got to sell that person. And, you know, um, you know, 
for for the police, yes, by statute we could lie and stuff like that. And in that situation, you might you know you might lie or whatever to get them off the roof. But there's you know, but authenticity when we are done, and that person just needs you to ride along in the ambulance with them or whatever, or just to sit by them or talk through it. I mean, that's that's where you're trying to sell stuff, and you have to you have to do what you need to to save a life but in the same token you also have to be genuine in it too that's really the thing you've got to be genuine 100 well i love that i think even just stories like that are a reason to to do what it is that you're doing with the podcast i mean like that that connected with me just hearing that you know that's not a situation i as a layman person would think about on a normal basis and so just to hear that kind of stuff puts puts a good light and new perspective on it. And, and, and the truth for a lot of people is hard because it's a hard pill to swallow. It just is. And, you know, but you have to be confident in, your, in yourself that this is the truth. This is what happens, whether it be good or whether it be bad, this too, this too shall pass. But get the people in the room or get the people in the conversation mm-hmm. that this goes on. And you could do it like, look at the media we're doing now. I mean, and, and I just think that between marketing and media, that really needs to be the story that needs to be pushed. Mm-hmm. You know, get, yeah, get the people in the room and get out there what needs to be out there. Um, honestly and truthfully. I mean, it, you may not be the first because everybody else wants to be the first. But like I said, if you're selling a better widget, put the truth out there. Maybe you have to wait, you know, two or three hours before you clear it with your marketing person or whatever. You know, wait the time. Because it's a lot easier, it's it's a lot easier to talk about the truth than it is trying to, you know, put the P under the shell game and you know, trying to get mass media. Yep, absolutely. Well, Chris, I'm very excited that you're allowing us to help you out in this journey and everything, and I'm very excited to help you spread awareness on all this. So thank you for joining us today. But if if anyone wants to listen to the podcast or reach out to you, what are some of the best ways they can do that? So the podcast is Three Cops Talk, which is the number three Cops Talk, and it's wherever you get podcasts. And then if you go to our website, uh, you could leave an email there and leave, leave, leave an email, question, concern. We're going to have some question and answer, or if there's a topic that you wanted to cover, because I don't think there's any topic that it's not, that we're not going to cover, because we're not going to hide, you know, we're not going to hide anything because the truth is the truth. Um, and then if you want to send me an email, it's three cops talk at gmail.com. The number three cops talk at gmail.com. Perfect. So thank you so much. And I know we're going to be talking and we'll, we'll try and get out more information, everybody for, um, you know, obviously you can follow me on Instagram, but when the YouTube channel comes up, um, we're going to get some information out so you can, you know, see us and, you know, hopefully maybe participate at some point, maybe some fans will too. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks, Chris. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye.